Hello, friends. This is Chaplain Tricia, and I am glad to be able to bring you worship for this um, second Sunday after Pentecost. We are now in what pastors jokingly refer to as the long green season of the church because the color of the altar hangings for the Sunday's after the day of Pentecost, are green. And they're green for a specific reason, because this time of our church year, which is the longest period of time, lasts anywhere from 22 to 26 weeks, is a time when we are to be about continuing to grow um, in our faith and in our relationship with Jesus Christ. And so for these next 20-some weeks, um, we will hear again all the wonderful preaching and teaching that Jesus did in his ministry. And so we begin today with a song of praise, recognizing that um, what we receive from Jesus is just so wonderful um, that how can we not um, open our, our hearts and our mouths and give him praise? If you have a bulletin, um, our opening hymn is on page two. Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing my great Redeemer's praise, the glories of my God and King, the triumphs of His grace. My gracious Master and my God, assist me to proclaim, to spread through all the earth abroad the honors of your name. The name of Jesus charms our fears and bids our sorrows cease, sings music in the sinner's ears, brings life and health and peace. He speaks and listening to his voice, new life the dead receive. The mournful broken hearts rejoice, the humble poor believe. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all, and also with you. We continue with the responsive reading on page three. You are the treasured people of the Lord, a people holy to the Lord our God. Keep the words of the Lord in your heart. Teach them to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are away, when you lie down and when you rise. One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. The Lord be with you and also with you. We pray together. O oh Lord God, we bring before you the cries of a sorrowing world. 
In your mercy, set us free from the chains that bind us and defend us from everything that is evil. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Our reading today comes from the letter that Paul wrote to the Galatians. Now, before faith came, we were imprisoned and guarded under the law until faith would be revealed. Therefore, the law was our disciplinarian until Christ came, so that we might be justified by faith. But now that faith has come, we are no longer subject to a disciplinarian. For in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. As many of you were baptized, as were baptized into Christ, have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is no longer Jew or Greek. There is no longer slave or free. There is no longer male and female. For all of you are one in Christ Jesus. And if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promised. The word of the Lord Thanks be to God. As we prepare to hear our gospel this day, please join in the gospel acclamation. I love to tell the story. We will sing the first verse of that hymn. I love to tell the story of unseen things above, of Jesus and his glory of Jesus and his love. I love to tell the story because I know it's true. It satisfies my longings as nothing else would do. I love to tell the story twill be my theme in glory to tell the old old story of jesus and his love the holy gospel according to luke the eighth chapter glory to you o lord Then Jesus and his disciples arrived at the country of the Gerasenes, which is opposite Galilee. As he stepped out on land, a man of the city who had demons met him. For a long time, the man had worn no clothes, and he did not live in a house, but in the tombs. When this man saw Jesus, he fell down before him and shouted at the top of his voice, What have you to To do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High, I beg you, do not torment me. For Jesus had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For many times it had seized him. He was kept under guard and bound with chains and shackles. But he would break the bonds and be driven by the demons into the wilds. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? He said, Legion. For many demons had entered him. They begged him not to order them to go back into the abyss. 
Now there was on the hillside a large herd of swine feeding, and the demons begged Jesus to let them enter these. So Jesus gave them permission. Then the demons came out of the man and entered the swine, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When the swine herd saw what had happened, they ran off and told it in the city and in the country. Then people came out to see what had happened. And when they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. Those who had seen it told them how the one who had been possessed by demons had been healed. Then all the people of the surrounding country of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them, for they were seized with great fear. So he got into the boat and returned. The man from whom the demons had gone begged that he might go with Jesus, but Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. So he went away proclaiming throughout the city how much Jesus had done for him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. I want to tell you about my friend, Linda. She was my best friend since I was four. She and my twin sister and I were the only girls on our block. So at that point, we formed a bond determined to fight the boys of the neighborhood who tried to terrorize us by throwing mud and spiders at us. I always liked going to Linda's house. She had neater stuff than I did, like two bathrooms and a TV in the family room and the living room. She had better clothes and jewelry than I did, and she definitely, in the eyes of a fifth grader, had cooler parents than I did. Linda moved to the other end of town in late elementary school, but we still got together for each other's birthdays and had a Christmas holiday sleepover. We saw each other maybe two or three times a year, but when we got together, we picked up right where we had left off. We were at each other's confirmations and high school graduations. We exchanged Christmas cards and the occasional letter in college. I went to her wedding the year we graduated from college and said goodbye as she moved to Atlanta with her husband. We still managed the occasional note, her being a much better correspondent than me. Then in 1985, Linda was back with news that her marriage had ended and she had breast cancer. She underwent surgery and treatments, moving back in with her parents. I visited her a few times over the next couple of years admiring her courage and her faith. Then I went off to seminary, and we were back to the notes now and again. 
I celebrated at her second wedding and again when she and her husband adopted a child. The cancer came back, though, in 1999, and through emails I found out it was more surgery and chemo. And then, I must admit, I sort of lost track of my friend Linda. The busyness of my own life meant I didn't even get to send a Christmas card for a few years, although Linda was faithful in sending me Christmas cards and an occasional email invitation to stop by when I would be in the Reading area. Then in April of 2004, my twin sister came to visit me for a few days and we decided to go back to the old neighborhood in Reading and catch up. We called Linda only to learn that she was in the hospital, but found that she was up for visitors. We got there and she was recovering from hip replacement surgery. She needed it because she had to go back on chemo and the drugs had taken their toll on her bone health. I felt so guilty as she told us. I, I didn't know that she had had another bout with cancer. She further exclaimed she would have to stay on chemo and there were only a few more options she could try. Then I felt really guilty. I had no idea what my friend had been going through in the past years. And as I listened to her, I found her to still be a woman of courage and faith. Someone I truly treasured as a friend and yet didn't deserve as a friend. Why would she want anything to do with me? A friend who was lousy at keeping up and keeping in touch. A friend who had been so bad at offering support and encouragement. Indeed, we have probably, I would guess, have moments in our lives when we wonder why somebody else wants to be our friend. Why somebody else would want to love us and keep us around. It's the question the man possessed by demons asked. Why would Jesus want anything to do with him? Unclean, filled with darkness, not worthy of even being looked upon, yet alone being touched by one who is holy and pure and light. And Jesus, and yet Jesus dared to stop, to look at the man, to touch the man, to heal the man with a healing that is freeing and forgiving and filling. Because that is who Jesus is. God among us to free us and save us and restore us to the beings of light and good God made us to be, that God knows we can be. Why Jesus wants anything to do with us, even when we mess up, when we turn away, when we would rather live in the dark than the light, is all about grace. Not because he has to, but because Jesus wants to have us be his, does he come to us and stay with us, even when we are the most unlovable, inconsiderate, ungrateful creatures? Jesus comes and says, be healed, be filled, be free. The waters poured over our heads are good for a lifetime. We are clothed with Christ, dressed in brightness and love and forgiveness every day. 
We do not have to be slaves to the demons of addiction or sadness or past mistakes or what-ifs or feeling unworthy. All we need to do is let the touch of our Lord be upon our souls to free us, to let him take away, to give over to him what weighs heavy on our hearts, to know that we are forgiven, to know that God does not keep track of the ways we mess up and disappoint and misjudge. We can believe and trust that each day is a new beginning, Each day is a new chance to live as the new people of God's creation, living and acting and being in love and joy and compassion and truth and justice. As we get a new day, we get another chance to put on the new clothes of Christ and tell the world what our Lord has done and continues to do for us, all because he loves us all because he grants us a grace that is truly an indescribable gift. May we always receive this gift with thankfulness and show the world each day what this gift means, how it has changed our lives, how it can change the lives of others. Amen. Our hymn today indeed speaks of Jesus who breaks the darkness of our sin and guilt and grief and sorrow and brings us liberating light and frees us to live again as the forgiven, made new people of God. Our hymn is on page eight, if you have a bulletin. Praise the one who breaks the darkness with a liberating light. Praise the one who frees the prisoners, turning blindness into sight. Praise the one who preached the gospel, healing every disease, calming storms and feeding thousands with the very bread of peace. Praise the one who blessed the children with a strong yet gentle word. Praise the one who drove out demons with a piercing two-edged sword. Praise the one who brings cool water to the desert's burning sand. From this well comes living water, quenching thirst in every land. Praise the one true love incarnate, Christ who suffered in our place. Jesus died and rose for many, 
that we may know God by grace. Let us sing for joy and gladness, seeing what our God has done. Praise the one redeeming glory. Praise the one who makes us one. We continue with the response to the word on page nine. In Christ, you have heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. We believe in him and are marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. Living together in trust and hope, we confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Build yourselves up on your most holy faith. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Look forward to the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. If anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. Behold, everything has become new. God has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Therefore, let us be reconciled to God and to one another. Gracious God, have mercy on us. In your compassion, forgive us our sins, known and unknown things done and left undone. Uphold us by your spirit so that we may live and serve you in newness of life to the honor and glory of your holy name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Sisters and brothers, rejoice, mend your ways, encourage one another, agree with one another, live in peace. The peace of the Lord be with you always and also with you. Let us join together now in the prayers of the people on page 11. United in Christ and guided by the Spirit, we pray for the church, the creation, and all in need. Holy God, you hear the cries of those who seek you. Equip your church with evangelists who reveal the continuous call of your outstretched hands and your promises of a home in you. God of grace, hear our prayer. You hear the cries of the earth. Restore places where land, air, and waterways have been harmed. God of grace, hear our prayer. You hear the cries of those who are marginalized or cast out. 
Bring true freedom and human flourishing to all your beloved children. God of grace, hear our prayer. You hear the cries of those who suffer. Come to the aid of all who are homeless, naked, hungry, and sick, especially all who we name before you now in our hearts. Bring peace to anyone experiencing mental illness that they can clearly recognize your loving presence. God of grace, hear our prayer. You hear the cries of those who celebrate and those who grieve on this Father's Day. Nurture mutual love and tender care in all relationships. Comfort those for whom this day brings sadness or longing. God of grace, hear our prayer. God of every time and place, in Jesus' name, and filled with your Holy Spirit, we entrust these spoken prayers and those in our hearts to your holy keeping. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The God of peace, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit bless you, comfort you, and show you the path of life this day and always. Amen. And so we go forth knowing that Jesus comes and frees us, knowing that he is always there. And that truly is a blessed assurance in our life. That is our last hymn. On page 15 of the bulletin, if you have a bulletin in front of you. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God. Born of his spirit, washed in his blood. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Perfect submission, perfect delight, visions of rapture now burst on my sight. Angels descending bring from above echoes of mercy, whispers of love. This is my story. This is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, 
praising my Savior all the day long. Perfect submission, all is at rest. I in my Savior am happy and blessed, watching and waiting, looking above, filled with his goodness, lost in his love. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Go in peace, love your neighbor. Thanks be to God. And thank you for joining me for this time of worship. May you have a pleasant rest of this day and a blessed week ahead.